Welcome to another episode of the Two Penny Podcast, where grit, passion, and wisdom collide. A transmission for entrepreneurs. DK, MJ, back in the building. How are you? What's going on, man? So today, you wanted to talk about beer. F everything and run. Beer. Fear. You know, fear is an interesting thing. I, I wanted to talk about fear on this podcast because it's something that we all deal with in all walks of life from my two and a half year old all the way up to grandma. You know, every, every person has fear going on in their mind and in their body. And I have tried to, uh, quantify fear as a energy that exists or doesn't exist in my body first. So I want to talk a little bit about the physical manifestation of fear and then how we take that emotion, grab onto it, and then put it into our mind. And then we start all the fear thoughts Mm -hmm. that come after, right? So it's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? From looking at it, fear comes first as a reaction in your emotional body. Yeah. As an emotion. So you're having some weird visceral reaction to something and a fear response happens. And it's so instantaneous from visceral body reaction to thought that people confuse those two things as one. So you had asked me what fear was to me. And the first thing that came to my mind was that visceral feeling oftentimes needing a sense of security and having needs met. And relative to being an entrepreneur, that fear is the thing that pulls you back into, oh, maybe I should just get like a regular job for a little bit and then I can start back up again. Or um, I need to make sure that I have rent or I need to make sure I have this, I have that settled. And you go in cycles up and down of that. But that's the fear that's going to want to pull you back into that zone that you might be not completely aligned with, like we talked about in the previous podcast. You're assigning a certain amount of value to something that is, um, it's, it's there. It's, it's, it's a thing. Rent is a thing. Am I going to have enough is a thing. But you're assigning some value to it, and then you're creating some type of doubt Or there's some uncertainty and then you start to spiral from there. So it's like, okay, rent. Well, how the heck am I going to pay rent? If I don't make this, 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 then, you know, and you just spiral from there Yeah, and you get all worked up Mm -hmm. and you get all worked up, man. And it's fear. I think I've heard people and I completely disagree with this disclaimer. I've heard people say, no, your ego and the fear response, you needed it because back in the day it protected you from, so that you knew that you were supposed to run from a saber toothed tiger and you knew when you were supposed to uh, protect yourself and, and you were able to leverage fear and you were able to leverage your ego right. <laughs> for self 
uh, preservation purposes. Great. In that our brains, and then the argument goes, then our brains haven't developed enough to basically, you know, your amygdala starts firing and, you know, all these uh, bells start going off and the fear response goes and your adrenaline shoots up and, well, dude, what are you doing? Like you're walking into a meeting with your boss. There's no, he's not a saber tooth tiger. You know what I mean? You're going to have a difficult conversation with somebody or somebody disrespected you, or you're going in to do something that you're not sure exactly what the result is going to be. Mm-hmm. It's like in today's day and age, unless you are on the front lines in the military, there is no value for fear. Fear is holding you back. Fear is keeping you in a comfortable, I know exactly what's going to happen, certain outcome Mm -hmm. paradigm. Mm -hmm. And in order to grow, which we like to talk about on this podcast, in order to be an effective entrepreneur, which you have to push boundaries, you have to step into the unknown. Fear is your enemy. So I wanted to talk a little bit about ways that you can recognize fear and you can dissipate fear so that when it does bubble up, which the most experienced entrepreneurs, the most experienced extreme athletes for that matter, uh, Alex Honnold, who goes and sends El Cap with no ropes, free solo, you know, he talks about fear mm-hmm. and he's like, I, I have it. And I know how to leverage it. It doesn't keep me from climbing up the wall. It keeps me on the wall. It keeps me mindful that what I'm doing is dangerous and that I need to be hyper, hyper focused on what I'm doing, but it doesn't prevent me from doing it. Mm -hmm. Right? So fear is first and foremost a biological response and depending on how much power you've given into fear and giving into fear looks like this. Okay. I want to do that thing, but I'm feeling fear. Mm -hmm. So I don't do it. The first step to conquering the entire like biological response to fear is to start going and doing things that you're afraid to do. Yeah. You have to force yourself to do it. Yeah. For me, one of the things was uh, going out and like swimming in the ocean, like going out further than I've ever gone before, you know, put the wetsuit on and the mm-hmm. goggles and go swim out and do some buoy laps, right? Nice. In the ocean. And whoa, totally, uh, unrational it's like it's not dangerous you know what i mean per se Mm -hmm. like there's some things in the water Mm -hmm. but it's deep water you can't see Mm -hmm. it's cold the seal pops by you (laughs) there's birds pelicans dropping into the water Mm -hmm. around you there's no one else in the water yeah it's a little bit windy you feel like you're getting pulled out a little bit (laughs) okay and you're out there man yeah You're experiencing it all. You got no floaties on and you're out there. Okay. Fear. Oh my God. The amount of fear that would bubble up. Oh my God. I'm freaking out out here. I need to calm myself down. Doing that over and forcing myself 
And then going back to the water, standing right there on the edge and being like, God, I do not want to do this. Fear. Yeah. I do not. That voice is so strong. Mm -hmm. And forcing yourself, get in, do it. Mm -hmm. And this is where I'm going with this is that this is the way it works is that first to, to decrease the amount of fear in your body overall so that you're just less afraid and you have, you have to beat back and train the muscle that you're just going to do it. And fear is one of those things that feeds on itself. So if you're afraid and you get the fear thing and you don't do the thing, oh, it loves that. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's going mm-hmm. it to, now it, it, owns, it gets stronger. It gets stronger. Exactly. Now it owns you. So you have to weaken that and you have to get to a point where you're doing things like for me, the, the buoy swims is like, okay, go out and do it. Go back and do it again. Go back and do it again and do it literally during COVID is when I kind of got into this because you couldn't go to a gym, right? And I needed to find something besides running. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, the ocean's right there, man. Time to time to do it. Yeah. Time to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm from Chicago. I didn't grow up. <laughs> I wasn't in junior guards in Santa Cruz as a kid. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, I'm like, okay, here we go. And over time, I was less and less scared to get in and go do it. And, and this is a huge point, every time that I was scared to go do it, once I was in and doing it, the fear has this, like it's a bell curve. It comes, spikes, and then it it peaks, and then it drops off. And it's not there anymore Mm -hmm. because your body can't sustain a certain amount of just sustained fear response. It's a response. It's an emotion, right? So- People, the reason I thought it was important to talk about here on this podcast is that people aren't looking at it like that. People are looking at it like it's the truth. It's the guiding light. Like, don't do that. Mm -hmm. You feel that? Yeah. What is that? Saying don't do it. That's what it is. Okay, let me trust that. And operating from that set point. Mm -hmm. No bueno. No bueno. It doesn't allow for growth because it's always going to keep you in that box. Your ego loves the box. Your ego and fear are one in the same, right? Mm -hmm. So your, your ego is trying to protect itself and keep itself in the box and keep itself safe, not fail, not put itself out there, not doing something that it doesn't have control over, Mm -hmm. can't control the result, your ego, which is a part of you, but it is not you. It is not the entire thing, right? And you'll realize this when you start doing shit that you're scared to do. (laughs) Because once you do it, it's so empowering. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh my God, there's this whole other part of me. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's I don't so empowering. I don't have to listen to that voice. Mm-hmm. There's this other side. There's something else. You can tap into, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And 
in a weird way, the ego likes that too, but the ego doesn't know. It's like taking medicine for the Mm -hmm. ego. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't know that it likes that. It wants to stay safe. But if you get it out there and you build it, like David Goggins, I feel like is the perfect example of this. You know who that is? Yeah, yeah. He's must be, I mean, he's got a huge ego, you know, but he's shattering that fear side of his ego constantly. And he's like, okay, we ran a hundred mile race yesterday. I almost died. I don't want to go run another one today. (laughs) I'm going to do it. I don't want to do it. That's how I know I'm going to do it. It's like that guy almost got to a point where he wrote down everything he doesn't want to do. And then he just went and did did that. Yeah. That is so extreme, but for him, it's how he had to take that fear inside himself Mm -hmm. that was holding him back and completely snuff it out. And it shows you that that's a perfect example of using fear as a catalyst. And you might not need to be in the same position of feeling like, oh, I did a hundred mile run yesterday and I don't want to do one today, but that means I need to do it. But it shows you that you can take that so far. You can take that catalyst. I don't want to do it. Mm, maybe I should do it. You can take that all the way down the line. The key here in talking about it on this podcast is that if you are confused or unsure about what you need to do next in your business as an entrepreneur, what are you most afraid to go do? A good example of this is um, a long time ago, I was uncomfortable and then got a fear response from cold calling people and just reaching out to people, Mm -hmm. right? Had my spiel, they pick up the phone, they don't wanna talk to you, you know they don't wanna talk to you, you gotta break through that first level and Mm -hmm. then you gotta get them to get interested in what you're talking about and then Mm -hmm. God, and even try to sell them on the back end, Yeah, right? Good luck. Hated the idea, was most afraid of it, uh, was one of the things I feared most, did not wanna do it, and I'm a social person, but just that whole thing, had to take my medicine and I had to teach myself how to do it. And it, it opened up an entire world. It changed the way that I'm able to communicate with strangers, the way that I'm able to sell myself mm-hmm. and sell things, the way that I'm able to guide a conversation. All these skills got developed by taking that fear of doing the thing that I didn't want to do and being like, well, fear response, bing, do it anyways. Push through. You have to do it. Yeah. You have to do it. And on the back end, you get to a point where now I can make 10, 15, 20 cold calls back to back to back and not Boom. be phased. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And in business, there's so many examples of this, right? For me, that was one thing I identified where I was like, all right, this is the thing. I need to put my head down and do this. This is, I don't want to do it. Fear response. I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm pushing through. Um, find that thing. I would, I'd like to suggest here that, and we can do this exercise as well. Take the three things that you're most afraid of right now mm-hmm. and let's write them down 
And let's come back on the next podcast, talk about what they were and how we went and did them. Love it. <laughs> I'm starting right now. I fucking love it. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I think that, that, you know, it's like, let's, I haven't done that in a while. I yeah. used to go through this exercise like once every six months. Nice. You know, and some of my goals then would be based on some of those things. You know, it's like, okay, well, that, that's a goal then. Put that in this category, the goals, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day we'll do a podcast on goals and goal setting and how to, how to get after that. That's a whole nother thing. But first, you can't have a goal unless you first start to smash out your fear and snuff out the fear to go do things mm-hmm. that make you feel uncomfortable and are going to force you to grow. Right. You know. And when you're in that state, it puts you in a mindset where anything feels possible because you just crush this thing that essentially shattered your entire world. And now you shattered that. Key takeaways here is that fear is a response. It is an emotion and it is not going to last unless you turn that into fear thoughts. So first visceral emotion happening at the body level. You can thought, look at that and snuff it out right at the source. Boom. Mm -hmm. Not giving that any power. Mm That's a key takeaway. Recognize it in your body and don't let it get into your mind and don't let it get into your thoughts because it's a domino effect like we were saying earlier where it hits your body and then you give it power and you give it uh, fear thoughts and then you're paralyzed. So key takeaway is recognize the emotion and have either some type of strategy For me, early on, when I started trying to get into this and recognize fear when it bubbles up, I would just sit and take like three really deep breaths and give it, you know, however long that is, about 10 seconds, Mm -hmm. and then try to look at it and be like, I feel better. I feel better. Some of that was being an Aspen and being like, okay, I'm going to go hit this cliff. Yeah. I'm scared as shit to do this. <sighs> Three deep breaths. We got it. Let's mm-hmm. go. Boom. Right? right. And and you're over the you're over the edge into the unknown and you stick it. Or you don't, but you live. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be okay. Not doing it is worse than doing it and crashing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, recognize out there that fear only has one job and it's to hold you back. Do not give it the power. Do not buy into that argument that it was good for us because we had to run from saber-toothed tigers. There's no saber-toothed tigers out there now. Look at your fear in the face and go attack the thing you're most afraid of to do. It's going to help you grow as an entrepreneur, as a person. And let's make a list of three things that we're afraid of. And let's talk about how we did or did not do them on the next one. Love it. Love it, man. Appreciate you being here, DK. As always, stay humble, stay hungry, stay focused on the things you love to do. It's been another episode of the Two Penny Podcast where grit, passion, and wisdom collide. A transmission for entrepreneurs. Peace.